everyone, my name is Marie Nicole. Welcome to Encouragement Notes. I hope that you would join me on this journey of discovering what God wants from your life as I pass on the lessons that I've learned in church and the lessons that I've learned in this life that God has given me. Please join me on this journey every week and I look forward to getting to know you. Hey, I hope all is going well and you're having a beautiful blessed day. Today I want to hang out with you and share with you the third sermon, um, the third sermon message in our series called Asking for a Friend. And this week's message is titled, or the question is, aren't all religions the same? So um, spoiler alert, we will find out that no, they are not all the same. And the passage that I want to read to you today to start off this message comes from the book of John, chapter 14, verses 1 through 7, and it says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If it was not so, would I have told you? Would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go if I go prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know you know the you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Keep that in mind. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then it goes on to say, if you really know me, you will know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Because Jesus was saying this because he and his father are the same person. They are three in one, father, son, and Holy Spirit. The Trinity, which we call the Trinity, is three in one. And so, right off the bat, we see that not all religions are the same because Jesus says that no one comes to the Father except through him. So, every path to God, or there is not more than one path to God. The only path to God is Jesus. So, I want to start I want to start off this message by um digging into three myths about religion and about um about the world regarding religion. 
Myth number one is the world is getting more secular. Secular means it's getting more non-religious. But that is a myth because in Matthew, it says, Matthew 28 verses 18 to 20 says, Then Jesus came to set, then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded. And surely I am with you always to the end of the age. So, what is Jesus telling us to do if we are believers? He is telling us to go and make disciples. Not sit at home in your comfort zone and wait until he comes and picks you up and there your life will be sweet. He's telling us to go. So he wants the world to follow him. And so the reason why this myth is in place in the world that we see today is that it was said that people are getting away from quote-unquote religion. But more and more people these days are looking for the answer to peace, are looking for something to make them feel whole. And we have to understand as Christians as followers of Jesus, that we have that thing. And we are not called to hide our gift under a lamp. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys a story real quick right now. When I was in high school, there was this band called Everybody Duck, and they were one of my favorite bands in high school because they were the band that used to go to the camp that I was, um, that I had the privilege of going to when I was a teenager. And they used to sing this song called The Cure. And in this song, it was like the lead singer was describing having the cure for cancer, but not sharing it. You guys, if we are followers of Christ, how can we have the cure for a disease and not share it? So God wants us to share his message. Jesus wants us to share his message. So that leads me to the first point about sharing his message. As followers of Jesus, we are, we are all cross-cultural missionaries. Take that in for a second. As followers of Jesus, we are all cross-cultural missionaries. You don't have to be a good speaker. You don't have to you don't have to have gone to seminary or wanted to be ordained as a pastor. You are a missionary because you have the life of Jesus inside of you. So that leads me to the next verse, which is 
found in 1 Peter, and it's chapter 3, verse 15. And it says, But in your heart, reveal Christ, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who, ask, uh, who asks about the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. So, what is it saying? It's saying two things. You always have to be prepared if somebody were to ask you, where does your hope come from? Or it might be simpler than that. Why do you always have such a good attitude? It can be as simple as that. But it says, give an answer with gentleness and respect. That means do not go on a street corner and get a megaphone and get a sign that says, if you do not repent now, you're going to hell and scream it at everybody. Be, re be ready, be prepared, but be gentle, be conversational in your delivery. And so... <laughs> that leads me to the actual point as it is written out. The actual point as it is written out is point number two. And it is that our manner and our method must match our message. Our manner and our method must match our message. So think about what the gospel is. The gospel itself Jesus' message itself is, I died on the cross for you because I love you. And so if we go out on street corners screaming at people and saying that they're going to hell if they don't repent at a certain time, then we are speaking that message with our lips but we are speaking another message with our, our words because Jesus would want to tell somebody, I love you and give them a big hug. So we need our conversations to be like that. We need our conversations to be like a hug, to be like an embrace. Pastor Andrew, when he was delivering this message, Yesterday, he said that the only way that we should offend people is with the gospel. But even if somebody were to reject the gospel, they would not reject the way we delivered it. Because the way we deliver it, we, the way we delivered it should be conversational conversational should be friendly should be should be in a manner that tells people the truth with the attitude that Jesus would want us to tell it with we might be the only bible that people see so we need to take our manner our method and our message very very seriously 
And so myth number two is all religions are equally true and valid. So there are a few Bible verses, actually three Bible verses, that are a jumping off point to this point. And the first verse comes from John chapter 11, verse 25, and it says, Jesus said to her, I am the, re I am the resurrection and the life. Believe in me and you will live even though you die. The second verse that illustrates this point comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, verse 3, and it says, The sun is the radiance of God's glory. Sun being S-O-N. The sun is the radiance of God's glory. And the exact representation of his being sustaining all things by his powerful word after he had provided after he had provided purification for for sins he sat down at the right hand of the father in the majesty he sat down at the right hand at the right hand of the ma of the majesty of heaven and again, that verse is Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. And the last verse that is related to this point comes from the book of John 10, chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. It says, I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that you that they may have life and have it abundantly. And again that is John 10 verses 9 and 10. And so the final point that is on this message is that Christianity is exclusive on how we get in there is no other way besides jesus besides accepting jesus to get into heaven so christianity is exclusive on how we get in but radically inclusive on who gets in anybody at any point in time can pray to be one of God's children, to, to accept the gift of salvation. And so that is something that I want to lead you in right now before I leave you with the resources that are in this message. There are a few resources that I want to mention, but first I want to give you an opportunity to Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. All you have to do is, in the quiet of your heart, say, Lord, thank you for, thank you so much for dying on the cross for me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I know that you died for me, um, for my sins, past, present, and future, and that you rose again so I can have eternal life.
I ask you to come into my heart and I ask you to lead my life and um, I want to have you as the leader of my life. And um, Lord, I don't want to live alone anymore. I accept you. I accept your gift of salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. And I guarantee, if you prayed that prayer or something like it, that He has heard you and He will come alongside you and change your life for the better. Um, I have been a follower of Christ for many, many years, and I could tell you guys that He is the reason I'm living today. Um, I've been through so much and, and I know that with everything that I've been through, I have pulled through only because he has given me the strength, his strength to pull me through. And you guys, I want to say that being a Christian doesn't mean that your life is going to be easy. It doesn't mean it's going to be a, to a total cakewalk or that it's going to be all fun and games. But it will be worth it because even when you go through the hard times, you'll never be alone again. You'll always have Jesus by your side. And so I want to leave you with some resources that are on my notes and... The resources that I want to leave with you are a couple of book recommendations. Um, the first one is Making Making Sense of God, an invitation to the to the skeptic. Oh, to the an invitation to the skeptical by Tim Keller. The second book is The Gospel. In a, the Gospel in a Plural Society by Leslie Newbigin, I think. N-E-W-B-I-G-I-N. I think it's Newbigin. Um, and then the third book is the Allure, the Allure of Gentleness, Defending the Faith in a Manner of Jesus, by Dallas, by Dallas Willard. And the, um, the last book on this reference is God is Not One. The eight, oh, the eight rival religions that run the world by Stephen Prothero. And um, my pastor, Pastor Andrew, who delivered this message yesterday, said something um, interesting about God is not one. In Christianity, we do believe that God is one person, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and that there is only one God. But um, the reason why this book is titled God is Not One is because of the fact that the author wanted to state that God or that the path to God is 
not, um, not the, not, it, it's basically saying that it's basically taking the verse, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's basically taking that and saying that people that believe that every religion is the same, Buddhism, Hinduism, um, Muslim, and every other religion, it's not all the same thing. And I would, I would um, even strong, even to a stronger point, I would say that Christianity is only quote unquote religion because we truly believe that it is a relationship that you can enter into with a living God, a living person, um, the living person of Jesus Christ. And so the point that I want to make to now is all those people that started those religions, they were people. And a lot of them, if any of them, are no longer with us. There's only one God who is alive and well, and his name is Jesus Christ. So, anyway, I hope that all is going well. You're having a beautiful, blessed day. And I will see you soon. Um, I'm thinking about other topics for the podcast, but, um, I will see you definitely with the next sermon note message next week. So I will talk to you later. Have a beautiful blessed day. Make sure to like and subscribe to anything that you want, that you would like. And if you are listening to this on Instagram, Please subscribe to my audio, the audio of my podcast on your favorite podcast player. And to those of you who are listening on the audio, the audio format, please follow me on social media. All of my links are on my website, but if you are listening to the audio, they will be attached to the audio message as well. So I will talk to you guys later. Um, Have a beautiful, blessed night. God bless. I'll see you soon. Thanks again so much for listening. Feel free to leave me a true and honest review on your favorite podcast player. Or you can also message me via my website. I have the audio set up where you can leave me a voice message. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, I wanted to give you an opportunity to follow me on social media. My Instagram is Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps13. That is M-A-R-I-E-N-I-C-O-L-E Z-I-M-M E-R-P-E-E-P-S-1-3. My Facebook is Encouragement Notes. But you can find me by searching Zimmerpeeps13. 
And my Twitter is encouragement W2. And you can also find everything that is on the podcast and all of my social media links at encouragementwithmarinacole.com. I will talk to you later. Feel free to connect with me and ask me any questions you would like. See you soon. Bye-bye.